Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. Today, we're going to talk about something fun. The rain is falling, the droplets are forming on the windows, and the bees and the other flying little critters are actually experiencing the joy of seeing their reflections in raindrops. But we see our reflections in mirrors. So open up your big book of stuff because today we're going to talk about how to enhance the reflections we see in our homes. What am I talking about? Today we're going to talk about painting mirrors. So turn to the section on crafting, subsection painting, and make a little tab for mirrors because this is going to be fun. Let's get started. Now the hobby or art of painting mirrors is not new. It's not something I've come up with on my own and it's something that's fairly established. In fact, you can find them all over the world where people have honed mirrors and mirror making to an art form. You can take your average dollar store mirror and perk it up with some pretty rudimentary designs, or you can get a really expensive mirror, hire an artist, and create a legacy piece, an heirloom, to be passed down through generations. It's really up to you. But in this episode, I think that it would be nice to, t- to talk about how we can do it ourselves. We can always take another time to hire someone to paint it professionally. So the first thing you want to do is decide. Are you using something that's going to be hanging in your home forever? Or as long as you're there? Or is this something that you're just doing on a rainy day and it doesn't really matter if it has a lot of longevity? Now I want to be clear, I'm not talking about Verre et le Musée. I'm not talking about Uh, gilding or making uh, an adhesion of a leaf or other material to the back of the mirror or of a glass surface to create a mirrored effect because that's something that is completely different than what I'm talking about and you can look that up it's a very old technique and it's actually quite beautiful you've probably seen it in better boutiques or in antique stores, or maybe even higher-end salons or tea tea parlors, where they have glasses that have a metallic pattern or sometimes full-fledged art designs on the back of a mirror or a glass that has a reflection. That's a completely different technique, and we're not talking about that today. Although we could talk about it another day, That's not what we're talking about today. So now that we've cleared that up, I'm specifically talking about painting designs onto the front of a mirror. That's what I'm referring to. 
And for this particular exercise and fun thing, we're going to need some acrylic paint. And you can use water-based acrylic if you want. It's up to you, but whatever colors you, colors you decide to use, make sure you also have the color white because you need the white to be the base underneath whatever it is you're painting. And you could do it without it, but the color's not gonna pop the same if you don't have that base of white to be that layer in between the glass and the final colors that you want to be seen. So make sure you have some white acrylic. Also, make sure you have a variety of brushes. You don't have to spend on $100 brushes. Uh, simple brushes will do if you're doing this just for fun. As you continue in pursuing this hobby, if you decide it's something you truly love and enjoy, then you could spend the extra money to you know, bump up your supply and your quality of materials. But for now, just get a simple set of brushes. Don't spend a lot, seriously because you want to see if you like it first, right? Keep in mind also that we live in a modern age, so there's absolutely no reason you can't use a brush pen. There are paint pens that you can buy at craft stores or artist supplies, and that can help you if you can't afford or find or access brushes and it's a lot easier to keep paint pens in a, um, a dessert can than it is to keep a bunch of brushes but again it's all having to do with what is most desirable and convenient for you to use to possess and to attain and what makes you happy you know also for those who have motor skill challenges Using a brush may not be as easy, especially the finer ones with those really thin handles. So using a paint pen is another option available to you. You can also wrap the handles or the pen uh, bodies with layers of masking tape to make it easier for you to hold them or grip them, as well as layering rubber bands around the handles so that you can hold them a little bit easier. Because as we get older, or we have other challenges, it may become difficult to hold those things steady. Now you could definitely freehand uh, the design that you would like on your mirror. There's nothing wrong with that. And most of us probably will. Uh, for a lot of people, I would guess the first thing you would try to do is flower. It's pretty simple circle, some petals, a stem, or maybe no stem. Then others may do birds. Uh, for more adventurous, you could do trees or just little squiggly designs. It's all up to you. But if you want to have a little bit more order, you could go so far as to draw out in thin, thin lines uh, on the, the mirror with a little bit of a, a, a tiny bit of forethought the pattern that you want and you can always erase it later uh, if you use something like a wax pen or whatnot. Once you decide what you like, 
you can remove it from the mirror and go after it and draw. But for some people who have pattern recognition issues, that might not be so easy. Uh, for me, I was in a serious accident, so some patterns, uh, I don't know how to put this. I can see the pattern, I know the pattern, but sometimes replicating a pattern I just did is a little difficult for me without having a, a reference right next to me. So if you make the pattern on paper first and then put it there, it's a little easier. But you can also use stencils, and stencils are fun. One of the easiest ways to use a stencil on a mirror is to simply buy a stencil and, and to follow it with a thin pen or a thin brush. However, you can also make your own stencils. In fact, you could even do something else. It's kind of cheating, but not. If you have a nice palette or a piece of paper that you can spread out your paint on thinly, you could take a well-defined rubber stamp and actually stamp the paint onto the mirror's surface. Now this will take some practice because too much paint and it'll just look like a mess. Too little paint and it won't be really distinguishable, but you could always go back later and try to fill in spots that were missed. Keeping in mind that one way to tailor this experience, if it's a fairly large stencil, is to cover certain parts of the stamp, uh, or I'm sorry, the stamp, is to cover certain parts of the rubber stamp with beeswax or some sort of wax or tape, and then using different colors to actually stamp in the material. Or you could um, color in with the paint different parts of the design and make one stamping do, which is a little bit easier uh, unless you've got a very steady hand. And because these mirrors are for ourselves, don't be afraid to go wild. You can incorporate other elements into painting your mirror. You could add rhinestones. You could add acrylic jewels. You could add shells, you could add all manner of other material to the surface of your mirror in order to bring you joy. In other words, you could make this a 3D experience. There's absolutely no reason why you should feel overly shy when it comes to creating what will make you happy on your mirror. And I feel that I should give a concrete example of something that I may have done, I want to say, 10 years ago? The years are beginning to go together. Uh, you know, once I got past 40, my memories are sharper in some things and not as sharp in other things. And this is one of them. But I want to give you an example of what I'm referring to when I say, make it a 3D experience. So, maybe get yourself a nice cozy chair because this won't be long, but it's going to be a little involved. So first thing we're going to do is decide the shape of our mirror. In this particular instance, 
It is a long rectangular mirror, but you hang it horizontally. And you'll see why very soon. You're going to make a beach scene. So the first thing you want to do is figure out how much beach will take up your mirror, how much sky will take up your mirror, which is actually the mirror portion you're not going to cover, and how much of the mirror will be dedicated to the waves or the water. For this one, I had the beach on the left, so I had the golden sands on the left side, and they only came up to about a quarter of the mirror's height. And on the right, that was where the water was. And that was fairly simple, uh, broad strokes, not a big deal. What was a little more difficult was where the water and the sand came together. And that's okay, because I had a solution for that. So, once everything, the first part was laid out, I made sure I made some little cresting waves, and I used extra white for the cresting waves. And then on the beach, I cheated, I did. Uh, take a little glue on top of your paint, and now all of the artists are cringing. It's okay, this is for fun. It's a craft, not fine art. And I put a little the 3M spray, and that's an adhesive here in the United States. And then I just sprinkled some glitter and sand together, playground sand and some glitter, and then just dusted it. Just dusted the beach. It was fine. It was fine. It's not going to hurt. Then I did a little bit of white glitter, the iridescent kind, where the crests on the waves were on the other side. And you've got it. This is not a one-day project because you need to let this stuff truly dry before you do it in each increment of this. The next thing, you're going to get yourself some really cool accent pieces, like some really funky stuff, something that looks great to you. And you can paint a lighthouse if you want in the background or a seagull. It's really up to you what you want to have on your beach. But what's really fun is if you do put something in the background, maybe some clouds or something that will give you more of that feel because you don't want the top half of the mirror to be completely empty. So you could even put a small sun or rays, but in this particular case, um, I, once I was done, and I forgot to tell you, use masking uh, tape to give yourself a nice allowance on all sides so that you have some part for the frame to go onto. And then once you've got that done, you're going to paint something in the top corners to give yourself, again, that balance in the mirror that you need. You don't want it just to be on the bottom. You want something at the top to balance it out. Even if it's just a thin line of iridescent sky, you want something at the very top to, to round this out. And then here comes the fun funky part. You can add a seashell necklace around the edges of the frame, or in my case, you can add some seashells and some starfish uh, vertebrae, husks, I guess you want to call it, the bodies of the dead starfish. I'm so sorry if you're vegan and this offends you. But I like using starfish, but not all starfish because some of them kind of creep me out. But those teeny tiny ones, yeah, or sand dollars, um, you can put them around the edges of the frame to actually balance that out if you don't want to paint the top. And there you have it once it's all dried, because you can glue those onto the frame. Once it's all dried, 
you've got a beach theme mirror and it's absolutely fun and you made it yourself. Now, don't let what I say be the rule of thumb for you. My mouth is not a prayer book, as my cousin would say. So let me just take a moment to say that you could easily let yourself go all kinds of directions with this. You could definitely plant herbs in your window, put a mirror behind them to catch the sun facing outward, and maybe draw some owl faces in there. Like, you know, paint a couple of owl faces to keep the birds away from your plants. It really comes down to what you want to do. You could make it a working mirror. There's absolutely no reason for you to become shy about how creative you want to get with this. You could even adapt this, and instead of making a painting, you can make a mosaic. But that's not the same technique that we're talking about here. So... That's a completely different art form. But now that we've opened up the door to this, what do you want to paint? Do you want a scene? Do you want something abstract? Do you want to use pens or brushes? Do you want to soak string in different color paints and just drag it across the surface of the mirror? It's all up to you.